Listen, you probably don't have time to listen to a ton of podcasts or read through dozens of websites or articles because, hey, your interview is probably coming up soon, right? Check out Equipped Essentials, the all-in-one, easy-to-follow digital book that provides you with every tip, framework, and suggestion all in one place. You'll walk away with the nuts and bolts, essentially, that you need. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a two-page interview prep worksheet, making your prep painless and foolproof. Just follow the steps right on there. Head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash books and put all the guesswork behind you. Get your copy of Equipped Essentials today. Equippedinterview.com forward slash books. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Equipped Interview Podcast. After 15 years of being interviewed and interviewing others, I'm here to build your confidence, help you stand out, and get that dream job. I'm your host, Joshua Tinky, and this is episode four. All right, in today's episode, I'm going to make sure you walk away feeling incredibly prepared to nail that tell me about yourself question. This is such an important part of your, of your prep and your interview. A lot of people mess it up. So what I'm going to do is cover four simple steps you can use to confidently answer that question. Tell me about yourself or some version of it. So stay tuned. But first, a brief interruption. Today's podcast is brought to you by my free resource, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide. Do you need to kickstart your interview prep or maybe not sure where to start in general? Check out this easy-to-follow worksheet that walks you through the foundational but most critical steps to get yourself ready for an interview. You'll walk away with a clear picture of how ready you are and which steps to take to be fully prepared next. Just head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash start and download your free guide, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide, equippedinterview.com forward slash start. Also, before we get too far, quick announcement for the next episode. I'm going to start a Q&A or FAQ portion toward the end of each episode. So if you want your question answered, just send me an email or voice message. And you can find details on the podcast post or show notes page at equippedinterview.com forward slash four, as in episode four, equippedinterview.com forward slash four, or just send me an email at josh at equippedinterview.com. All right, lots to cover. So I wanted to give you a quick uh, heads up or map of where we're headed here today. So first, want to cover what's this question all about? What are hiring managers looking for? Why it's important? So that's all kind of wrapped into one section. Second, I want to share a quick story about how this didn't go so well for me at one point, which is why I'm super passionate about this question as well as helping other people through it. And then third, the bulk of the episode, I want to really just share with you those four simple steps that you can use to confidently walk into an interview and know that you're you're just going to nail this question. So I'm pumped for that. So why is this, why is this important? Why is it even, why should we spend time, a whole episode talking about essentially one question? But I'll argue it's actually more than that. So picture something for me. I mean, you're, you've been offered the, an interview invitation, you're there, you walk down the hall back when we did, uh, you know, in-person interviews instead of video, and you sit down, pleasantries are done. What question do they ask you? All right. Sounds obvious, right? <laughs> obvious at this point, right? We're already talking about the tell me about yourself question, but it that's exactly right. It could be that exact question or some version of it. Think about it. And that's why I, I'm going to make this point. It could be some version that you might not realize what they're asking you. They could say something like, oh, tell us a little, a little bit about you or tell us a little bit about your background. What's your story? What made you apply for this position? Or tell us about yourself. There is some version of that question that they're trying to get answered, really. Try to get to know who you are and what they need to know about you as a result. And another reason why this is so important is it sound, it may sound obvious, but think about it. It is your first impression. It's your first time getting to really talk 
share your ideas, tell them who you are, and they get to see you in action. See not just a name and some information on a on a PDF or a Word doc that you filled, sent them for, as your resume. This is you. This is who they might be working with if they hire you. So you want to have a strong first impression. And to go along with that, think about this for a minute. So you're preparing now, but even if you hadn't listened to this podcast, you probably knew there would be some version of this, maybe just not sure how to answer it, but you know the question was coming. So you know they're going to ask it. They know that you know that they're going to ask it since it's so obvious. You know that they know, okay, I'm not going to go into get things confusing, but you see what I'm saying here. You know that it's coming. They know it's coming. So you better be prepared. If, if, if If they're thinking through, should I hire this person? And you you just botch or you bomb this question. They're thinking, wow, it's like the most obvious question we could have asked. And they, they didn't think to prepare for that. How good are their critical thinking skills or their planning skills or their strategy, whatever it is. That's something you have to consider. So that's another reason why this is a really important question. I'm going to also argue it's not really, it's not exclusively about the question. If you prepare well using the, the steps we'll cover in this episode, this is going to help you Throughout your interview, it's going to help you prepare really well. It's going to help you in the beginning, the middle, and the end, and all throughout your whole interview. If you've thought through what type of answer you should give, what kind of person you are that you should share about in this type of question, that's going to come out in the rest of your 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 interview with your responses, the questions that you ask of the interviews, etc. So that's another reason this is really important. And I often get the question, well, what are they really looking for? What are they looking for when they ask me? to tell me about myself or what's the background. Well, what they're not looking for is your life story or your second your favorite uh, second grade teacher's pet's name. Maybe that sounds obvious, but my point is that you don't have to go back too far. To put it another way, when a hiring manager asks you, tell me about yourself or makes the statement, tell me about yourself, he or she is not interested in learning everything about you. The truth is hiring managers want to determine as quickly as possible what does this candidate bring to the table? Does this person have the skills I'm looking for? Can I see myself working with this person? It sounds simple to answer, right? It can be. But so many people get it wrong. And why is that? All you have to do is directly answer those questions as part of your response. Don't just say things that happen or the experiences you've had and just chrono- chronologically go for it. You have to be very purposeful about this. We actually talked in the last episode um, Top three things every hiring manager is looking for. If you actually, if you haven't uh, listened to that, I'd suggest you go back and listen to it. But a quick, uh, quick recap is if you haven't listened to it, the three things they're looking for, or the basically is answers to these three questions. Do you have the skills I need? Do you have the excitement or passion I need? And lastly, do I like you? This question, this, your response to the question of tell me about yourself, you can accomplish all three of those in one answer. And you, and you should, you have to, actually. If you want a chance at getting the job or standing out among the people around you, going for the position, you have to be able to answer those three questions in a very succinct way, and that's why you have to prepare the right way. That's what your job is. You have to go in there and answer the questions that maybe the hiring manager is not asking, which is, do you have the skills I need? Do you have the passion and excitement for this specific job or industry or role, etc.? And do I like you? And it's very hard to do that consistently throughout the interview. This is the way you have to do it from the get-go. You have two and a half minutes, three minutes to get that get that answered and move on. So I'm going to tell you a quick story that I think really sets up well um, our, our strategy that we'll talk through. 
So the, the first time this really became apparent to me, as I, I was being interviewed in this, this story, I, I had prepared for this exact question. At least I thought I had prepared well. I had prepared for a, a response about, tell me about yourself. And only if they phrased it that way, apparently, because I walked into the interview thing, feeling decently good. And instead, you know, after the chit chat and banter calms down a little bit, get to the, the heart of the interview and they say, all right, Josh, so tell us a little bit about your background. And so I thought, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. So I abandoned my whole plan around the tell me about yourself response I had planned for, because that's clearly different in my head as I was thinking. It's a different answer. I'll get to that. They'll ask me that next. This is just my quick background. What's my background? So I just went through some of my history, jobs I had held, things I had done. And uh, yeah, and then now I'm doing this in my current role, and now I'm interviewing for this one. So I very chronologically, historically went through basically my resume and shared my background with them and who I am. And then they said, okay, great. Thanks for sharing. Now let's move on to some other questions we have for you that were more behavioral based, you know, tell me about a time when type of interview questions. And so I'm sitting there thinking, man, I blew it. I had prepared and like rehearsed and had all these, these, what I thought were great things that I could share around. Tell me about yourself. But I got tripped up on something that I hear so many people do. And it sounds so easy when you say it out loud, but you have to think about it ahead of time. And that is don't get caught answering the wrong question. When a, when a hiring manager is asking, tell me or, or saying or, or asking whatever you want to say it there tell me about yourself tell us about your background what's you know what's the reason you applied for this role what they're trying to do is really answer what I shared a couple minutes ago now do you have what I'm looking for can I see myself working for you and now it's your job to answer those questions they're, they're trying to figure out who you are just by asking questions they don't know exactly the perfect questions yet to ask they're trying to figure that out make it easy for them Go in with a plan, a strategy as to what you want to tell them about you. And then regardless of what you get asked, go with your prepared response. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in depth in a minute or two here, but really wanted to nail that home. Don't be me. Don't make that mistake and walk out of that room with regrets because I did, in fact, regret answering how I did. And that's why it's really personal to me about making making as much of an intentional strategy around this as possible. When you do this well and you dive into... Checking off the box of these four simple steps that you can take. It's almost like cheating <laughs> in, in one way. You know what they're going to ask you, right? When you first walk in the room, you know right now that they're going to ask you some version of that. But like in the example I just talked about, you may get a slightly different version. So either way, it's the same question. You know ahead of time. You have the answer key in a sense. You know what you need to tell them. You know the question. You just have to put them, put them both together before you walk into that room. Hiring managers trying to figure out the same thing. Should they hire you essentially? And they're trying to prepare accordingly. But don't be surprised if you get asked any one of those versions. Tell me about yourself. What's your background? Why are you interested in this job? What made you apply for this role or this department, this industry, this company, etc.? So let's tackle those steps. Step number one, I want you to craft one response that answers all of those questions we just talked about. You don't know which angle they're going to take on a question. That really doesn't matter. No matter what they ask, Provide the response that you've prepared. Don't let yourself be caught off guard. It, I'm going to give you a quick example of this because I, I sometimes I get questions from folks who say, yeah, that's that's fine, but what if they ask me the different way? You can turn it around. So I'm going to give you a quick example on the fly here. Let's see. So let's say let's say you, you prepare like I did for the tell me about yourself version, right? That phraseology of the question. So you're ready to tell them about who you are and why you applied for this role. That's kind of your, your angle on it. But they instead ask you, what's your background? Great. 
And just to make sure that you, you all are on the same page before you start sharing, you could say something like, oh, absolutely. I'd love to share my background. I think what, what really makes sense is to, to share. There's a lot of connections here. I can share my background, which ties very nicely into a little bit more about myself and why I applied for this role. So I'll go ahead and do that for you if that, makes, if that works. Do something like that. Tie it in. Give them a heads up as to where you're headed. Now, let's say it's the reverse. Let's say they ask you to tell, tell me about yourself. And you really want to answer the question why you applied for the role. I think you think that's really important as to how you do that. Great. Work that in too. So I'd love to tell you about myself, my background. And then what I'd like to do is make sure that you see the connection as to how that background really fits into why I applied for this role today. I'm very excited about it. And, and I want to make sure you know that. So let me go ahead and do that for you right now. So no matter how they ask the question, what I want you to do is make sure that you respond in a way that they, they know what's coming and they know what's coming because you just told them. And what you tell them is a combination of your background, who you are, the skills you bring to the table, your excitement. You, you might recall, I just said the word excited um, or passionate you can throw in there and then why you've applied to the role. So I want you to bake all that in into one response. And then regardless of how you're asked, I want you to go with your prepared answer. Think back to what we said about first impressions. What's a better first impression? Someone who seems surprised by the question around what's your background or tell us about yourself and give some boring you know, chronological answer or someone who takes the bull by the horn and says, listen, I know you asked me about this. I think here's what makes the most sense. I want to make sure I give you what you're looking for. That's a way stronger response than flying by the seat of your pants and just trying to answer. And I will tell you, both from being interviewed before I realized this, this change and read about it and from interviewing many, many, many people over the years, most, I really should put a percentage on this the more I do interviewing, but most people are going to respond in a very chronological fashion. And they will just start from high school, college, their first job, their most last 10 years, the last, you know, the most recent 10 years, if they've been working for 10, 20, 30 years. I'll get into this in a few minutes here, but chronology is not the best way to go. Don't just go in order of how you did things. I'm going to talk about the important things and why. Before we do that, What's really important is practicing. So this is step number two. Just to recap real quick, if you're uh, following me here, step number one is craft one response that answers all of the questions, all versions of the question you might get. Step number two is essentially practice, practice, practice. Now I will straight out the gate, I will say, I don't mean for you to be totally rehearsed and just give a speech that feels like every single word was memorized and you can't change from that. That would be boring, kind of like how my last sentence was, right? You don't want to do that. It comes across as very rehearsed. You want to be prepared without fully rehearsed. I, I know you're trying to walk a fine line there, but trust me, there, there, is, a, there is wiggle room. You can walk that. It's not a tightrope. You can walk that line. Some of the ways to do that is to practice out loud. Yeah, definitely. Um, some, most people don't like the sound of their own voice. I have to even get used to that doing this podcast, but practice somewhere. Hear your voice before it, hear it come out of your mouth before it, uh, before it's coming out in an interview where it takes you by surprise and you're like, oh, I don't, I didn't mean it to sound that way. I sound arrogant or I sound too, you know, not, not confident enough. You know, you want to say it out loud to yourself, practice in the car at home. I don't care the shower, wherever. The more, the better, because a lot of people actually overlook um, the opportunity for when you're when you have alone time to prepare for things like this. Now, I used to say, you know, use your commute to um, 
to prepare for an interview. Now, granted, a lot of us, some people are commuting still, but a lot of us aren't. And one thing I'd recommend, you know, when you're back into a typical environment, um, I'll, I'll share a link in the show notes about this, but you can use in your car, um, a lot of ways to do this, to prepare out loud and just use the time in a more effective way, that is, than a lot of people do. Um, unless you're on the train around a lot of people, might not, might not want to talk out loud at that point, but hey, to each, to each their own. All right. So getting back to our, our practice strategy here, I just, I want you to think about it for a minute. Like, why is it worth take, making this its own step? We'll go back to the, what I said earlier. This is your first impression. Remember, they know, you know, that you're going, they're going to ask you that question. It is critical to demonstrate not only that you have the right skills, but that you understand the dynamics of an interview and a conversation. And you've put in the time to prepare for this. I'll also add on to this. Nerves definitely play a factor in an interview. If you practice over and over and over again, you'll build that kind of muscle memory, if you will, of your response. So it may not come out perfectly as you prepared. And actually, in some ways, I hope it doesn't. I don't want it to, like I said before, come across as rehearsed and just memorized and not tailoring it to the the dynamic of the person across from you. So it doesn't need to be exactly as you prepared it. But it's going to be far better if you have practiced than if you hadn't practiced out loud at all. So that's a really compelling reason. Um, it just... it. It takes your your brain and your 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 comfort level to a new space in the interview when you're when you're nervous. Even if you've done a lot of interviews and you don't typically get too nervous, the practice and the rote kind of muscle memory does help. So number two, practice. Step number three, you really want to focus on the right content. I mean, you really want to focus on the right content. This is yeah, I'll say it. If there's one of these steps that's that you most remember, I want it to be this one. I want you to prepare the right way. And I, I'll, I will bring forward, if you remember, I mentioned most people and the majority of people I've interviewed have answered this question chronologically. They just go back in their history or read their resume. No, I don't want you to do that. I'm going to tell you a very different version of how you want to do this. So stick with me here. The interviewer does not need to know every bullet point on your resume, your life story, your favorite color, the foods you're allergic to, on and on and on. They know your resume. They've read it, at least skimmed it to be fair. They've at least skimmed it, but they know your resume. They know the main jobs. They know you're, you're in the interview. They know enough about you for you to be sitting in that room across from them or, you know, video across from them. What you should share instead of just reading your resume or what they already know, essentially, share your passion for the position and that you have the skills the hiring manager is looking for. I want you to be intentional about that. Share why you're a good fit for this role. This is your time to shine, essentially. It's a free question. I said it before. It's almost like cheating. You can walk in and say anything you want because you know. You know you have control over this part of the interview. Most people get nervous. They say, I don't know what I'm going to get asked. You know you're going to get asked this. You have control. Fortunately, it's always at the beginning, and it can be a first impression. So what can you do here? I want you to structure your content for this question differently than how you've probably done it in the past. What does this different structure look like? I did not create this, full disclosure. I will link to one of the places that I've found this before um, online, so I'll, I'll link it. And I've used it. I've recommended many, many folks use it. And it, and it really is a different approach compared to, to what most people are doing out there. And what it's called is the present, past, future formula. The present, past, future. So there's a reason I keep referencing the fact that most people go kind of in order of their experience. I did this and then this and then this and now I'm here. That's boring. Most people, most interviewers or hiring managers, as they listen to it, it's very common. 
to hear that version. That's fine. They might have some good content in there, but it doesn't stand out at all. I want you to stand out. I want you to be different. I don't, normal is is being nervous and maybe not getting the job. I want you to be weird, not be nervous, be confident, and then get the job. So how do you do that? This past, or the, excuse me, reverse that, the present past future formula does kind of what it says, but I'm going to hash it out for us. You start in the present. Instead of starting back in how I, I used to do this and then that and now here, you start, okay, well, presently, I am a such and such. I am a, a leader in this organization or I'm an analyst here. Presently, I teach third graders over here. Whatever the, the presently or currently is for you, start there. If I'm a hiring manager, I know your resume. I know the background. So I want to know as soon as possible who is sitting in front of me, who are you, who is, who is the person that you are today? What did that lead to? And who is, who is potentially the person in front of me that I'm going to hire? Who is that? So you start with, hey, currently I'm doing this, 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 using this skill, etc. Now, what, how did I get there? So let me, let me share a little bit about that. In the past, I've done X, Y, and Z. And you know, I loved that or I didn't like it. And as you can see, there was a natural progression to why I am where I am today, which really leads me to, hey, I'm building these skills. But guess what? Here's what I'm looking for next. I've, I've learned, learned about this skill, that skill, and I know I can bring that to your organization. That's why I've applied for this role. Here's what I see myself doing for you in the future. If you do, if I do have the chance for you to hire me, I think I could really use all those skills I just talked about for you, add value to your organization and your team in this way. So you see how that's different. You start, currently I'm doing this. Here's what got me there in the past. Now putting it all together, here's how I see my, myself using all that for you in the future. So that's doing a lot of things all in one shot. It's not only changing the order of your, your work history, but it's also doing several things. It's, it's, adding, it's showing how you can add value to the hiring manager or their team. It's kind of peppering the, the story there with a lot, of, um, a lot of skills that you've brought to the table, not just job titles you've had. Again, that's on your resume. Sharing, I'll go to my little soapbox for a minute like I've done in, I think, a previous episode or two. Sharing a previous job title or experience does not prove to that hiring manager that you have the skills they need. It just doesn't. So you need to be able to share the skills that you gained from those experiences and how you've grown and what you're going to bring to the table. So to prepare for that, as you're thinking about this this exact question, I want you to list the top three to five skills that you believe the hiring manager is looking for. should be easy, hopefully, if you're applying for a role, or maybe there's a job out there that you know you want, or it's very similar to your current job. Great. Think about the skills necessary for your current job or any job that you are going for, write those down. Make sure in your answer around tell me about yourself using this present, past, future formula, make sure that you share um, your experience through that whole process. It includes at least a couple of these key skills, two to three, etc. Remember, this is not a time to just share your background. This is a time to demonstrate that you have what they're looking for. And the best way to do that is to, to share that you have the skills they're looking for, the excitement, and trying to get them to like you. To be likable. <laughs> Include language in this in this story that I'm talking about and focusing on content, step three here. Include language for me that focuses on what you bring to the table rather than what you'll get out of the job. Obviously, there's a benefit to you. You'll have a job. That's not a differentiator. A lot of people come in and say, oh, what makes me unique? Well, I'm going to learn this. So for example, just avoid phrases like that. Oh, I'm really interested in this position because I've always wanted to learn about project management and this will give me the chance to learn more don't use that phrase. I mean, that's that's all about you. You're trying to help the hiring manager decide if they should hire you, what's in it for them. So instead, try something like, in my current role, I excel at time management and influencing others, and I'm excited to use those skills in this new way, 
because of XYZ in this role, and here's how I think that'll benefit you and your team. What's in it for them? That needs to be different than what's in it for me. And then I alluded to this earlier. You need to, in this answer, share your excitement and passion. The last thing a hiring manager wants is someone going through the motions and just just there. Passion and engagement actually might even be able to overcome a bad interview question that you answered or a bad response that you gave as well. If you're really excited about it, that could overcome some of that. Make sure you tell your interviewer that you're excited and why you're excited. I don't know the answers to those as to whether you're excited. Hopefully you are. If you're not, you don't need to be interviewing for this role. Find a different one that you are a little bit more excited about and you can find purpose in. And then why you're excited. Tell them. Tell them what it is. Don't just keep saying that you're excited. Eventually that's going to sound empty. Tell them why. What about it excites you? All right, that was more of a long step. So I'm going to kind of rehash that real quick for you just to recap. The step number three is focus on the right content. They don't need to know your resume. So what you should do, though, is use the present past future formula that uses a lot of language around sharing the top three to five skills you believe is in the benefit and the best interest of the hiring manager. Focus on them, not you. Include the reasons why you're excited and that you're excited to make sure they hear all of that. Again, it goes back to the things I mentioned last episode. Keep answering throughout the interview every single question, including this one, that you, the questions around, do I have the skills that they're looking for? Do I have the passion? And do they like me? Try to do that all in one shot here. So last step here. Step number four, be succinct. You might think that's ironic. That was kind of a long answer, but stay with me here. So be succinct. I, I will say the vast majority of interviewees spend way too long answering this question. I mean, hey, they're talking about themselves. Who doesn't like to talk about themselves? But keep in mind, this is your first impression. You do not want to bore the interviewer before things really get going. You can all, I've, I have absolutely decided against hiring someone in the past based on how they respond to this question. It's, it's not common. And I can also know on the flip side, I can know by a really strong approach to this question that this person gets it. They've already told me the things that I needed to know to fill in the gaps from the resume. It is possible for me to know, and hiring managers out there, within the first five minutes of, a, of an interview, if they do a really good job on this question of whether I should hire them or not. So this is a very important piece. Do not be boring. Make it succinct. So the question I get for this is, as I'm preparing, Josh, like, well, yeah, I'm practicing out loud. That's great. How long should this be? Excellent question. You should spend no longer than roughly two and a half minutes on this answer. And as you're practicing out loud, because if you're listening to step number two, I think it was, um, you're practicing so practice out loud and time yourself. You will be shocked how long an answer takes when you're timing yourself. Even when I when I interview myself, when I'm about to be interviewed still over the years, I will time myself. And I usually start at about the four-minute mark when I think I'm doing about two minutes. It's usually about the four-minute mark. And I have to really shave it down to what's most important. The, the interviewer will ask questions. Don't worry. You have probably at least 30 to 60 minutes in an interview. This is not your only two-and-a-half-minute shot. Keep it at two. If you have to err on one side, err on the side of two minutes versus three. Two and a half, though, I think you're you're golden. If you're if you're timing yourself and you're practicing and you're consistently going longer, know this: the solution is not to speak more quickly. If you're taking too long, it means you have to cut out content. You just need to cut it down. Focus only on the most important parts. Two and a half minutes. I had someone in an interview once go twelve minutes to answer this question about tell me about yourself and your background. And I had to cut this person off after 12 minutes. And, and I, I was kind of curious on one end. Like normally I would cut them off a little bit sooner than that. But it was kind of curious. I, I do not think there was any end in sight to this question. It was just going to go, or this response. She was going to go on and on and on. And, you know, that's not common, but please don't let that be you. Even a four, even a three, four, five minute answer to this feels like forever for a hiring manager. 
you don't want that impression. So that being said, trust me, you will stand out if you succinctly share your skills and your passion in under three minutes. So tell me about yourself is one of only a few questions you can all but guarantee you'll be asked. The good news is you know it's coming and you can absolutely prepare. As a result, I want you to get control of your first impression. That's what this is about. If you follow these four steps, you will walk in with confidence and walk out with confidence. It's going to set you up for a great interview and hopefully your dream job. So I'm going to wrap up all of those four simple steps here so you have it at the end. If you uh, kind of glossed over it but you're honed in now, come back to me here. Step one, craft one response that answers all of the questions that you, the, all the ways that you might get asked. Step two, practice out loud. Step three, focus on the right content using that present past future formula and some of the other tips we talked about. Step four, be succinct. Well, that's all for today, but let's keep the conversation going. Check out equippedinterview.com. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts or whatever player you're using today. Remember, there is dignity in work, so set yourself up for success. Be intentional and build your confidence to stand out in your next job interview.